sanguine, simply optimistic, a community of hope and optimism. Hey guys, so excited to be back together with you again. Another podcast. Hey, I'm going back two weeks here, just getting caught up a little bit and talking about what I did two weeks ago. And uh, I got so excited about my podcast on uh, this last Friday night that I had to do it first. But what we talked about uh, two weeks ago, Friday, is also critically important. But I just want to start out, hey, you guys, if you're listening to this podcast, I want your feedback. I need your feedback. I'm really trying to improve my skills and uh, I, I thoroughly enjoy this. And I also, I want people to be more exposed to what we do here. And my heart is that anybody that doesn't have a place or doesn't feel like they're part of something, have something they can feel a part of. And so I want to represent and present our group in the best possible light you guys are fantastic. You inspire me to do what I do, to bring things to you every week to encourage you because your faces and the way you live your lives and the way you interact just are so such a blessing to me. You guys bring so much energy to me, energy to me. And so I trust you and I trust your feedback. And so like Shannon said, hey, I need pictures of you guys up here in my closet that are like not going to cover Adrian's clothes because they're actually quite colorful. And I really, you know, I'm kind of growing fond of pink. I like pink and I'm like touching this pink fuzzy jacket right now. And it's pretty cool. And this blue like tassely shawl thing. And yeah, it's it's pretty nice. Yeah, I know. I'm weird, but who who cares? I'm 50, and so I don't care. I, I, my wife has great taste in clothes, and and she's beautiful. And uh, yeah, I am way uh, sidetracked here. So yeah, you guys, yeah, this is kind of an urgency. You need to send me my pictures. And wow, my clothes are all kind of gray, and yeah, they're gray, and uh, yeah, they're gray. Uh, yeah, so maybe I'll put your pictures on my clothes. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> Oh, too funny, too funny. But yeah, send me send me your selfies because I am going to make a poster board of your faces. It's totally going to help me here because, uh, yeah, this, this closet thing is really good for acoustics, but uh, that's about it. Anyway, so Friday night, we're going back a couple weeks here. Uh, I talked about two very different things. And the first thing was, is I reflected back to you on how I had talked about using your imagination and partnering it with faith and partnering with action. And, uh, you know, these things that I tell you guys, these are often lessons for me too. And so I don't take them as lessons I give to you guys. I take them as things that the Lord's speaking to me about that I'm sharing with you guys because I sometimes get them hours before I present them. Sometimes, you know, the big HS and the big JC and the, the big father, you know, they give me a little more time to put these things together and process them, but sometimes not. And so these concepts, often a lot of them are new for me. And so the practical application of them, it's very real. 
And so when I talk about using your imagination being the vocabulary of the spirit, that is that is a new concept for me, too, that I'm putting in practice. And so this week, I had something that often comes up with me. It's like when work starts winding down and I have this fear that just kind of starts on the inside and I begin telling myself, you know, perfect love casts out fear. And so the visualization starts, you know, and visualizing God's perfect love and having his perfect love flow over over me, maybe like a getting into a warm hot tub and the warm water when your cold just permeates through you and and warms you. And I feel that it's like fear is coming in and chilling me to the bone. You know how fear can do that. Come in and, and chill me to the bone. And by the way, those of you that were there Friday, this is bonus material that I didn't share with you Friday that you're getting now. And so, yeah, the podcast does have some benefits here. But that fear comes in and it chills me and it causes me to shiver. And it's like to the bone, like where you're in a climate where there's humidity and it cuts through all your coats, all the layers that you have. And it just comes in and fear will do that for me. It will just come in and chill me. And so I imagine the perfect love of God coming in because it's the scriptures, the ancient texts, the truth that have stood the test of time comes in and it warms me. It casts out the fear. As he comes in to the chilly bones, it casts out the cold. So it is with the perfect love of God comes in and it casts out fear. That is a way that you use your imagination. That is practical application for Tom Baldwin. That's how Tom Baldwin's crazy imagination works. And so Tom Baldwin also used, you know, Philippians 4. 419 and it says and my God will supply all your needs according to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus and so here's how I visualize that I visualize that as like I grab Philippians 419 and it's this metal like stake that they use for like defining properties. Like when they go out to find the boundaries of your property, they take like a magnetic detector out there and they find this metal stake that has on top of it stamped the coordinates, the longitude and latitude of what that stake is and how it marks the property corner. I have Philippians 419 in my hand and I take that stake and I pound it into the ground, not even pound it. It's in my fist because, you know, guys, I'm really strong. And so I don't need a hammer. I take my fist and I put it into that dry ground that I is around me because the fear is like a desolator. It desolates things around you. When you entertain fear, it kills what's around you. And so I take that stake a 419 with the strength that God has put into me because what I have has been given to me by God. Whether I went out and got it, he gave me the ability to get it, or I just had it, it's because he gave it to me. And so I give him the credit for that. I put it into the ground, and as I drive that into the ground, I see the ripple effects as the scripture, the promise of God. It's the scripture, but it's the promise of God, and the promise of God is living. You guys have to visualize Visualize the promise of God has, this is a great term, but it may bother some of you. It has life force in it. And so as that hits the ground and the ground's desolate, it has that life force of God. It has the 
essence of God. It is his promise. There is part of him in that promise. And as that penetrates the ground, it brings life to that ground. And as I visualize, and this is helping my faith, okay, and this is also helping me take action, that hits the ground and it turns green and it begins to grow and it begins to spread. And not only is it green, but it's like tree green and it's like uh, strength green and fortress castle stone alive, even though the stone is alive. But you know how you see mossy castles and they are, they're alive. Even though the stone's been quarried, it's alive and it's structure. And I see this beauty being built around me that's strong, it's vibrant and it's living. And so I visualize that as I'm visualizing God supplying all my needs, that there is life grown around me and there is hope. And so that is practically how Tom Baldwin does it. And this week, it was a good week because I visualized that and I didn't have to wait that long to see God answer my prayers and the work's coming in. Do I need more work? Yeah. And so I'm not giving up, but yeah, I've seen a quick answer. You know, sometimes we have to persist a little longer and uh, I think uh, (laughs) that can be hard. And uh, I won't lie to you guys. It's like the longer it goes out, it's hard. But don't convince yourself that it has to be that hard. Convince yourself that God cares about you and that if it's going to be a protracted season, that he will give you what you need. And, you know, there is that silly song, One Day at a Time. But man, that is so true. You know, when I'm working out and it's hard and I'm doing interval training and I'm in the hard part of the interval and I'm like, man, there's only three minutes, but I'm 30 seconds into it. That other two minutes and 30 seconds feels like an eternity. And you know how I make it? One second at a time. One second at a time. And so our faith is much like that. When we're in hard seasons, are they fun? No. Are they going to bring incredible benefit? I guarantee it. I 100% guarantee it. Are they easy? No. And sometimes we don't think we're going to make it. But here's the truth. God does not give us more than we can handle. It does seem like it at times but it's not more than we can handle. And so I just encourage you, it's like, use the imagination, use the vocabulary of the spirit, make it practical for your life. Your imagination is not like mine. You're not like Tom. And thank God, because you got your own great, creative, unique way of looking at things that helps you grab onto the truths of God and make them alive for you. And it's fantastic. Your way is fantastic. The scripture it talks about in Hebrews 4.12 is living and active. And we can infer in that that it's adaptive to the way that God created you because he knows you. He's not going to give you some cookie cutter thing. He's going to make it alive and active for you. And that's the amazing thing about the ancient text because it is the words of God inhabited by the word of God. Yeah, yeah digest that one and uh yeah if you didn't get it ask me about it later i'd love to chat with you about that so the second thing that happened to me this week was that 
I have a really good friend that I've been working with that is in, uh, let's just say, a relationship that's not um, biblical with another person. And uh, in this relationship, they are struggling. And this person texts me and just shared why, you know, this is somebody that I do business with and shared with me, you know, why they have been out of communication and they've had to take time off and dealing with this relationship and which is quite honest and, and shared it to me. And I, and I thought to myself, how am I going to respond to this? And I would ask you if there's something that just comes blatantly against your personal belief system, how would you respond? Well, I'll tell you how I responded and where I landed on this issue is that even though the Bible doesn't approve of it, it approves of people. And Jesus said to me, there's a relation. There's a reason why you have this relationship. I have built this relationship, and you have honored me by participating and cultivating this relationship. I love this person. Show them my love. And so I just responded. I was just like, I will keep you two in my thoughts and prayers. Well, what was really cool is the response that I got back. I got back the response of praying hands. Somebody that I would have assumed, but I'm kind of learning not to make assumptions, that would not be a person that believed in prayer. And they probably don't believe in the same way I do. But just the fact that they sent me back praying hands meant so much. And so let me just dive in to the like kind of mini biblical study I did on this um, just in regards to being a believer and that the scriptures are pretty clear that we are not to judge. And it talks about in Matthew, judge not lest you be judged. And there's also other scriptures that talk about in the same measure you're judged that you judge, you will also be judged. And so as far as the realm of the unbelievers go and people, I have a great friend and I love what he calls unbelievers. He calls them pre-believers. And uh, I love that because it is a statement full of faith. People that have yet to believe, but they just, uh, they're on their way. And so the scriptures are pretty clear, pretty clear that we are not to judge them. And judgment really in the scriptures is only reserved for the household of faith. That's us that believe in Jesus are to judge each other and keep the household of God pure and holy. And so in regards to this couple, I, you guys, and I've told, I told you this on the Friday night, I have hopes that we will see them at this group. And you know what? It's God's business to deal with that sin. Our business is to love them and to provide a path for the Holy Spirit to go and that he can bring the conviction of sin. And those are his worries. Those are not our worries. Sin is his worry. Too often we take too much onto our own plate that we decide we need to be the Holy Spirit and we need to tell them why they sinned. What we need to tell them is that, you know, that ache and that pain you feel and that when you're alone and you feel like something's missing, I know the guy that can fill that. And I know the piece that matches exactly what you need and that we show love 
and we show them where the treasure is and that Jesus and the Holy Spirit come on and they do the cleaning up and they begin that process. And what's really crazy is that they, they come in and they bring that conviction and then they hand it over to us again to continue to disciple. But we are not necessarily called to call out the sin. We're called to call out the love. You know, what is it? We share the good news and then the Holy Spirit comes in and does the conviction. And so I share this all with you guys because I trust you guys and I see how you love and accept that I trust enough in this group to invite this couple to this group because I know that you will handle them with the care and the love of Jesus and that you will mind them well. And so, yeah, just a couple stories out of my week. Uh, Got some powerful insights from both. I learned a lot. And uh, I was so happy with my response in the second story because, uh, you know, a decade ago, that would not have been my response. It would have totally been a jerk response, you know, one that uh, I would really be embarrassed about today. And so, yeah, I'm giving myself a pat on the back. It's like, dude, you got it right. And you guys, it's okay. You know, when uh, you struggle in the past and you get it right, give yourself a pat on the back. And I just want to give you guys kudos again. You're such an accepting group. I feel like I virtually can invite anybody to this group and not have to give them a lot of warning. Just say, hey, there's a strange guy and he gives a talk every Friday night. But then other than him, everything's really cool. (laughs) Yeah, that's about right, guys, huh? Yep. And so, yeah, those of you that uh, haven't been able to come, come, I miss you. (laughs) I do. I miss your energy. I I miss your vibrance. You don't realize when you're not here that you're just not here. You're not here. Your energy isn't here and your passion is not here and we miss it. It is part of what makes this group great. And when you're not here, it's not as great. And so I, I'm so glad that uh, <laughs> you're part of the group, but I miss you. And those of you that maybe aren't able to come to the group, I hope you get to come someday. But if you, if you can't and you're just listening to this, you know, just consider yourself family. Consider yourself part of this group. And when I talk about this group, just join on in and feel like you're part of this big, wonderful family because you are. And someday, if it isn't here, we'll meet up and we'll see each other and we'll have a great, big, fun chuckle. And so, guys, have a fan fantastic week and may the Lord just bless you with his presence, with his favor, that the work of your hands will prosper. The thoughts and ideas that you have will prosper, that you will just find Jesus in new and wonderful places. The Holy Spirit will tickle you and you guys will just have a great week. We will chat with you later.
Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. Just some exit notes here. If uh, you're listening to this, you're listening to one of three podcasts. There are two other podcasts you might be interested in. So there is my Sanguine podcast. There is the Yup podcast and a podcast specifically designed for encouraging women of all ages. The Yes Women podcast. I just encourage you to go and try some more of Tom Baldwin's podcast.